From the brains behind Brains On, this is the moment of um. Moment of Um comes to you from APM Studios. I'm Walter, the worm. Um. I'm not just any worm, though. I'm a super sour wild cherry creepy candy crawler. That's right, a gummy worm. Right now, I'm snug as a slug in my packaging, but pretty soon... It's happening! It's happening! Everybody, wake up! It's snack time! Don't worry, Walter. You're gonna taste great. That human will love you. Walter, are you okay? Uh, oh, hi, Winnie. Yeah, I just have a little bit of anxiety. What if the human spits me out? What if I'm too sour? Oh, Walter, that's a perfectly normal feeling to have. But I promise it's all gonna be okay. You were literally made for this. I know, I know, but... I just have a few questions. Uh, uh, How dark is it in there, exactly? And where do we even go after the human swallows us? That's a great question, Walter. You know, my pal Autumn was wondering the same thing. Where does food go after you swallow it? Thanks for asking, Autumn. My name is Eva Haldis. I'm a registered dietitian. A dietitian is someone that helps people learn how to listen to their bodies a little bit better when they're eating food so that we can choose foods that make us feel great. So our digestion begins in the mouth. It actually starts when we start chewing. It doesn't actually start in our stomach like a lot of people might think. So once we start chewing and and biting down foods, our mouth's going to start making more saliva. It's going to help to break down those foods. It sends certain enzymes. That's going to help us to process it and really start to digest it. Then our body's going to go down. It's going to, we're going to swallow it and down our esophagus. There's a process called peristalsis, which is essentially what's going to help push that food down into your stomach. So once we're in the stomach and we have all these enzymes and, and acids kind of work in the food, it's going to go into the small intestines. And from there, it'll go into our large intestine. When it's in the small intestine, that's where some of it starts getting absorbed into our bloodstream. So some of our nutrients start to go there. Water gets really moved through in this process as well into that large intestine, which is then, you know, going to once again kind of break down what's remaining and waste will go where it goes and the rest will go into our body for what we need. Sometimes if we have, you know, extra food is stored as energy, um, our liver will help with that and store it as energy for later. So once we digest it, we can have some extra storage. So if we go a couple hours without eating, our body starts to break that stuff down in our cells to give us some energy until we can eat next. Um, um, um. See, Walter, it's going to be an amazing adventure. Ooh, thanks, Winnie. I'm feeling much better. I really hope the human likes me. Oh, I bet they will. Super sour, wild cherry, creepy candy crawlers like us were perfectly engineered to tickle their taste buds. Taste buds are teeny tiny organs on a person's tongue that send messages to their brain about how something tastes. Like this? Attention, brain. Super sour, wild cherry deliciousness coming your way. Yeah, the average person has 10,000 taste buds on their tongue and they're completely replaced every two weeks. Holy guacamole! Oh, oh, finally, it's happening! 
If you like this episode, take a second to subscribe to Moment of Um wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about taste and how it changes over time, check out the Brains On podcast, where we have a whole episode all about why people might like certain foods, but not others. If you have a question, we'd love to help you answer it. Drop us a line by going to brainson.org slash contact. See you next time, and the next day, and every weekday. Until then... Um, um.